This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. What a pleasure to welcome Dr. Peter Hammond, the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Good morning, Dr. Hammond, and welcome back to Cape Town. Morning, Brad. Yes, the last week I've been in KwaZulu-Natal speaking at a youth conference of over 7,000 young people at Kwasa Bantu Mission. Absolutely tremendous youth from all over the country and the whole theme was be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So a lot of emphasis on Ephesians 6 and the full armor of God and also you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you'll be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. For this purpose I've pre-positioned hundreds of thousands of gospel booklets in Zulu, Tswana, Sutu and Portuguese, French, other languages at the mission so that these young people are able to take gospel booklets uh, all over the country and distribute them, Broadway, Narrowway, uh, scripture posters to put up in school classrooms and at churches and Sunday schools, and a really wonderful opportunity there. But um, I was thinking what a wonderful season Christmas is for evangelism and for witness, mm. for us to remind people, do you know whose birthday we're celebrating? And I think it's so important to remind people we don't want to miss out like all those innkeepers in Bethlehem who missed out on the greatest event of their lifetime, the Lord Jesus Christ being born then, there wasn't a place for Jesus in, 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 in at the time that he was born there. Hmm. And what a terrible thing, they missed that. And all the high, pri- the high priests, all the priests of the temple, the um, leading citizens of Bethlehem, they missed the opportunity to welcome the greatest person ever to be born. And we don't want to miss out. But one of the most recent Christmas traditions have been repeated assertions on the internet, in the press, and from some pulpit that Jesus could not have been born in December, certainly not 25 December, and it's not the Lord's actual birthday. And according to this position, he could have been born almost any other day of the year except 25 December. And it's often asserted that 25 December has originally been the pagan winter solstice the shortest day of the year, the longest night of the year, uh, the festival of the solstice, which has been taken over by Christians to promote the new faith. And so they say, this has brought many old pagan customs into the new Christian celebration. And there's a lot of articles, booklets, radio programs, even TV documentaries asserting this position. But this opinion is based upon historic myths, incomplete research and ignorance of history. Christians have long celebrated the incarnation and the nativity of Christ on the 25th of December since the earlier centuries of the church, long before the conversion of Constantine in AD 312 and long before the end of the persecution of the Roman Empire, 25 December was already established and entrenched as a venerable, tenured position, a tradition for celebrating the Lord's birth. Now the assertion that Christmas is actually a creation of the Roman Catholic Church and the Christ Mass is false. The tradition of Christmas, the Christ Festival, long predates the establishment of what became Roman Catholicism. Now it is true that one Roman Emperor, Aurelian, did attempt to inaugurate the 25th of December as a pagan festival, the birth of the unconquered son. That was in 274 AD. 
but Aurelian was attempting to breathe life into the declining paganism which was being devastated by the advances of Christianity. But the Roman pagan festival was instituted after the Christians had already been celebrating the birth of Christ on 25 December for decades. So their pagan festival was an attempt to create an alternative tradition which was already associated with the birth of Christ and of significance to Christians. It's not the case of Christians imitating the pagans, it's the pagans attempted to imitate the Christians and to celebrate the Son on the day when Christians were celebrating the Son of God. Just like today you can see people trying to make Xmas to replace Christmas and Father Christmas to replace Christ and a whole lot of secular traditions to celebrate what, Christi what Christmas was for centuries. Now already in the second century, church councils established the date of Christ's birth and the date of Christ's death and resurrection. And because scripture identifies Christ's death at the time of the Jewish Passover, the time of year could be known with precision. But the differences in the Jewish, Greek and Latin calendars and discrepancies between the lunar or moon calendar and the solar sun calendars, this has created some intense debate over when to observe Easter or the resurrection. And so it's, it's not on a fixed date as much as no matter what day it works. And so it's worked out each year to be slightly different because of, of those concerns. But on the basis of the records available to them at the time, the early church established 25 March as the Feast of Annunciation to mark when the angel first appeared to Mary and as the date of Christ's conception. And also came to consensus Christ was born nine months later, 25 December. Now you may say, how can they possibly know that? Well, actually, there are ways that they can know that. Luke 2 verse 6 says, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. So Jesus was apparently a full-term baby born nine months after his conception. Luke 1 26 says, the angel Gabriel announced the conception of Jesus to Mary in the sixth month of her cousin Elizabeth's pregnancy with John the Baptist. So Jesus was conceived six months after John the Baptist. So when hmm. was John the Baptist conceived? The scripture gives some answers. John's father was Zacharias, a Levite priest of the order or the course of Abijah. We learn in Luke 1 verse 5. According to 1 Chronicles 24, King David had divided the priests into 24 orders, and these orders took turns serving in the temple for a period of eight days each year, twice a year. And they were separate from their wives and children during this time. During uh, Zacchaeus, Zacharias and the other priests in the course of Abiah serving in the 10th and 24th weeks of the Jewish year. And so we read in Luke 1 verse 8 that while uh, Zacchaeus, Zacharias, was executing the priest's office before God in the order of his course, that's while he was performing his service in the temple, um, and after his course was finished, he left the temple, returned to his wife Elizabeth, and John was conceived. We read in Luke 1. So if this was during the second course, that is the 24th week of the year, John would have been conceived around September, October, or bo and born around June or July. So if Jesus is six months later than John, he would have been conceived around March or April. His birth would have been December or January. Now, uh, that's just one biblical uh, um, uh, reference, but St. John Chrysostom, who was the patriarch of Constantinople, uh, one of the leaders in the Eastern Orthodox Church, he determined the 25th of December as the best date, and uh, he based his findings um, on these documents of the census and uh, and also temple records which they had available to them at that time. 
uh, Bishop Cyril of Jerusalem, also from the 4th century, had asked Julius to ascertain the date of Christ's birth from the census documents brought by Titus to Rome after the destruction of Jerusalem AD 70. And uh, Julius um, determined the date of Christ's birth to be 25 December. So you've got Julius, Cyril and Chrysostom, early church fathers, who argued from census documents that they had available to them then that Christ was born 25 December in Bethlehem. Now we don't have access to those census records today. A lot of destruction has taken place in the wars through the centuries and a lot of burning and so on. But the better part of wisdom would be to assume that the church fathers in the third century had access to more information than we don't have and that they knew what they were talking about. And so a lot of people today are arguing fairly ignorantly that Christmas could not be in December. Now it's remarkable how people today with no historic research, next to no knowledge of the historic realities or the complexities of 2000 years ago, can assume they know better than the learned men of the church and the church councils who convened much close to events in question for the express purpose of ascertaining the most accurate dates of Christ's birth and his crucifixion resurrection. We live in a world where everything has been questioned, even God's law and the word of God. But there's good reason to celebrate in Christmas. Christ's coming replaced desperation with joy and oppression with celebration. Mm. And human sacrifices were replaced with Christmas festivals. Christ replaced Baal, Moloch, Apollo, Mars and Thor. And at the time of greatest darkness, the darkest time of the year, Christ came. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. So Christmas is a time for us to celebrate Christ's victory over paganism. And New Year's Day is the time to renew our vows and vision and vocation. And the first day of spring, when Christ was conceived, he is conceived 25 um, March, which, by the way, was always the first day of the year. For the first day of the year, for centuries, was always March the 25th. That's why our uh, dates like September, September 7, October, October 8, November, November 9, December 10, because uh, they were the 10th month, December would have been the 10th month year, not the 12th as it is now. Later, uh, when the Southern Hemisphere was discovered, they readjusted, instead of having the first of the year being the first day of spring, 25 March, it now became first of December, and that dates back to 1600 in the Gregorian calendar, and in England from 1752. And so, from the 17th century, the 1st of January began to be the first uh, day of the year, whereas it was always 25 uh, March before that. And this is why you may see some old history books talking about some dates being uh, one year or a different year. And that depends where they work on our present calendar today, where the new year starts on the, 25th, on the 1st of January, or whether it was the old calendar where it started on the 25th of March. That's why there's sometimes a discrepancy in, in year dates but uh, these are just realities that one has to consider. At Christmas, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. Hmm. And the main thing is to celebrate the incarnation of Christ. Isaiah 9 tells us, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Those who have dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. This is a wonderful time to remind people that wise men still seek Christ and remind people of the reason for the season and uh, 
Ask people, do you remember whose birthday we're celebrating? That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond. And uh, you'll always be able to find some fascinating historical information coming your way when he shares like this. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. Good having you back, Dr. Hammond, and thanks so much for your message this morning. Thank you so much. God bless, Brad. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.